Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. I, um, I pre-ordered DC Universe subscription service. I went for you it. Did. I got my $75. I got my 15 Oh, months. you did a whole year? It's or a oh, whole... 15 months. Wow. Yeah, a whole year plus three extra months. <laughs> and they entered me in a raffle to win uh, Aquaman, Aquaman premiere tickets. tickets. Yeah. You were all... Uh, at, you were being an advertisement last episode about Yeah, that. and I, now I am again, <laughs> if we use this as our intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, go uh, do that so you can win Aquaman. It's, it's just it, a, on a personal level, we think it's a cool idea that well, actually is it though because they don't i knew i was going to get the service eventually anyway just to be able to talk about the shows on this podcast yeah <laughs> so it was like well, oh, yeah i, I kind of have to cheap yeah. option <laughs> the three free months yeah. sound great i totally expect the the con the um the listenable content of this podcast to uh, erupt in a good way <laughs> once so. that actually starts. <laughs> That'd be great. So that we don't have to like, what do we talk about this week? I guess more fan theories. I don't know. Everyone <laughs> Not... likes fan theories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I need the excuse, but I want to rewatch Batman, yeah. the animated series. That's true. And it's in HD, and that's yeah. pretty great. So I wonder, I'm, I assume they probably did not do the whole... Like Myth Mask of the Phantasm, I think they did like an actual like cleanup kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like they went through and like this frame has a bunch of hairs on it. Oh go, yeah, go away, little hairs. But I don't know if that's true. Um, but they they probably did not do that with the show, regardless, because that's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, I mean, they only have the first two seasons from the start, but that's a lot. Well, I don't. Still. Why wouldn't they? Because it's like they're Warner Brothers. They have a whole team of <laughs> yeah. people behind <laughs> being able to yeah, make that. I guess that. I don't know. But it also is Warner Brothers, and we know how much they uh, do things wrong. Um, hey, everybody, well, welcome to. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> then now they're AT and T, so we know how much they right, do things right, wrong. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, like I was trying to say, um, this is the twelfth level intellects podcast. It's a uh, uh, what? Uh, what have I been? It's weekly, a geekly? bi-weekly geekly <laughs> podcast that is You're not right, sponsored not by AT and T, or it probably DC never will Universe. be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We say that now, flash forward to, well, no, you're right, it won't be. Um, yeah, I'm James Strecker, and you, who are you? I am Ted Kendrick. And I watched a, a Quentin Reviews video recently. He's a good uh, channel to check out if you haven't. Uh, he, he likes our stuff. He might be listening to this right now. I don't know. Um, but he... Uh, he mentioned it. He he had like a video on like how to be successful on YouTube, and I thought it was going to be like kind of a funny like fake thing, but it actually turned out to be like legitimate um, suggestions. And one of them was like, "Don't don't tell people people your last name. Like just go by your first name." I learned that pretty quickly, like from the start. Like people started kind of you know finding me on places mm-hmm. I didn't want them to, and all this stuff. And I was like, that's a good idea. And then, oh, we've been saying our entire names for like three years. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Oh, well. Well, for it's me, it's now. like everyone always asks me when I tell them I do this. They're like, oh, are you ever tempted to like post your own stuff and do cross promotion and try to like yeah. get people to, you know, read and or Tempted. watch your other we stuff? We do it all the time. We do do it all the time. <laughs> Go to my website, www.tedkendrick.com. Yeah. It is both my first and last names with the dot com at the end. Wow. <laughs> you don't want people to know your last name, though. Um, anyway, 
Well, we got uh, today. We're gonna be talking about the Death of Superman movie. We are, uh, which I finally watched last night because it came out on DVD like right before we were gonna record this. Um, and we're also there's gonna be a little segment with me and Maddie talking about Teen Titans Go to the Movies. We're not recording that right now because this is not you're not Maddie. No, but that'll be later. But it'll. I feel haven't like watched it yet. I'm I'm gonna watch the Teen Titans movie when it's streamable. I, I don't. Yeah. Feel like going to see it. I don't feel like going to the movies. It's already uh, out. Uh, box office Justice League. So well, that's a funny thing. Sort of. <laughs> did you did you actually read the the article from Bleeding Cool? It was like no, I just uh, you know I don't read the things that we post. Most of the time. <laughs> it didn't Be, make being more money than Justice League, but it made a more profit because okay. Justice League cost so much and only made so much uh, back. Yeah, okay, whereas Teen Titans sense. didn't cost as much and it made yeah. a lot more back. So it's okay, been more profitable, sense, yeah. which it actually maybe the profit is more than the Justice League's profit just because they had to <laughs> match. You know, it was like Excuse a, me, a let me hundred million dollar budget to like a 20 million dollar <laughs> budget. That's the difference yeah. we're talking about. So, And when I say I don't read the stuff, I mean, one of us does. Whoever, whoever schedules it to be posted. <laughs> It's not like we just like that says Teen Titans. Let's put that on there, which uh, has come up a couple times recently in the comments of stuff that we post. It's like, do you guys even? You don't even know what this is. You you're just posting things like people get are getting mad that we're uh, we're don't. just we're just like we're posting false information. I'll take credit or for click, that clickbaity stuff or whatever. I mean, you know, it's an article. We try to put out something yeah. every single day, and sometimes yeah. there's slim. <laughs> yeah, some, but, sometimes there's a movie in theaters, and we can like actually, you know, post articles about yeah. reviews and stuff. I try and to sometimes make it there's just there's nothing. So well, here's a Jack in the Box artwork from uh, 1996 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, we had a couple articles post about um, the Death of Superman movie, and one was yeah. like a pretty bad review from IGN. I think they gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah, um, which well, I. I don't want to say how that yeah, we'll matches get, we'll with my into, view yeah. yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I put out a few good articles. I was like, oh, Doomsday is super scary and stuff like that. And it's, I'd agree with that too. So Yeah. Well, there is a, uh, an, a super exciting new animated movie coming out uh, in, oh, God. I don't know when, actually. I should have looked that up. It's called, uh, well, it's about the... the <laughs> <laughs> if, if I, tease you I can't wait to this, watch it. I can't wait. I know. It's about Crypto the Superdog and oh, wow. Ace the Bathound. And look at this fantastic uh, artwork, Ted. Look no, how good that looks. That's based it's, off uh, um, Al- Art Baltazar and, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Franco, who do the Tiny Titans and the, um, yeah. the Super Friends or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they do a bunch of all ages comic books for DC. Right. It's a, uh, I don't actually, that's a good question now that I, well, a question that I just thought to ask myself is whether or not that's actually the artwork in, uh, oh, the in the actual movie. Just use, <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes these articles yeah. just use like a picture from something else mm-hmm. when, cause maybe there's not actual information yet. Um, an animated movie starring DC Comics' as four-legged super pets is in the works at Warner Brothers. Jared Stern, who wrote the Lego movie, Lego Batman movie, and the Lego Ninjago movie, is slated to write and direct. Says uh, oh, wow. Comic Book Resources. So yeah, um, that sounds like it could be a good thing. Um, it's ob- probably going to be a little kid-aimed movie. Of course. Um, 
but if it's if it's a kind of tongue in cheek like we know that this is cheesy to do like super pets like in a Lego Batman style that could be kind of um entertaining i guess mm-hmm. is it is it in lego it, style for sure or just I don't, from the I don't director think, i don't i don't think it is a lego movie i think it's just written by those people do so. they do lego pets do they have lego dogs and lego cats i'm sure they do yeah i don't know <laughs> i can't lego everything. picture one <laughs> I, I i was uh i i had legos as a kid but not I didn't like. I wasn't. In, oh my yeah. god! Yes, I have to do that. I did all the too. Time. But I had. Um, I remember when they put out like the first slice in Star Wars stuff, and I watched the um, yeah. that Netflix show, the Toys That Made Us. They did a really good Lego episode and a good Star Wars episode. Um, mm-hmm. But the Lego one kind of goes through when they start licensing stuff. But I used to have like a bunch of the knights set, and I had one knight that had this really cool bat helmet that looked like Batman oh. <laughs> in a way because it had like the ears, but they were bat ears; they were a little wider. And he was always my stand-in for Batman because yeah, I was—I was say, I wasn't that, it, like I yeah, was probably I'll play in with, uh, those those knights late uh, high the, school those dark knights that you got there. I'll just I'll play uh-huh. those. I like those. By the time they actually I... did Lego Batman, I was <laughs> I was like late high school, early college. There's a picture of me uh, in like 1998. I want to say I think that's the date that's on the. It's a Polaroid photo at my grandma's uh, place of work, and she would always like she would always do office work and just like give me the giant Lego box and be like, just do this for hours. Like I can't deal with you right now. Uh-huh. And there was a uh, there's a picture of me holding. It it says James and his spaceship, I think, and it says like 1998 or something, and then it's just. Me holding like a chunk of Legos with kind of vague wings coming out the side, looking thing like it's just a block that I, I probably just decided like how many Legos can I attach to in themselves or uh-huh. something, and and then I just this is a spaceship, yeah. and that's why I don't design the spaceships for my movies anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or for Adam's comic or anything. <laughs> so yeah, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. <laughs> I'm done talking about uh, pets, dogs. Okay. So. Well, I got some news. We have um, <laughs> Batwoman on the CW. She's getting her own uh-huh. show, and she's also I think that her show is going to spin out of the crossover. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so she's been cast. So- Ruby Rose is going to be the actress who plays oh. Kate Kane. Ruby. Wait, the- yeah. She was on like uh, Orange she- Is the New Black and stuff. Right. right. Yeah. I think it was season yeah. two. It's um Piper's girlfriend. Um, after Alex is gone, I, I forget what that she's actually doing. makes me pretty excited. I like Ruby she's Rose a, good a lot. Yeah, I she's in John Wick. She's she's been in John Wick. Um, so that's yeah, that's great. Good casting for sure. She's she's kind of short. I want to say, like Batwoman's I got mean, giant boots. Maybe not for Bat. Like I don't really know what Batwoman's height's supposed to be. But she's got <laughs> she's got heeled boots, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> make her tall. <laughs> Uh, but that's cool. Uh, I think that's a great casting yeah. choice. She's gonna kill it. Yeah, I didn't know uh, I, when I saw the news about like, yeah, Batman's Batwoman's getting her own show. Breaking news. I was like, yeah, I know that. Why? How is this breaking news? And then I realized that I had actually known that she was gonna be in the crossover, not that she was getting her own show. But I had just mixed that in my head as mm-hmm. like, that's her own. She's getting her own show. I because of this. Like, why would she not? Kind of thing. Yeah. Like when Legends got their own show because of everyone else. Like. Or there's no room for you in our shows anymore. <laughs> we'll make so. an ensemble show. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um. I uh, do we know anything about what the show is like? Is it in Gotham City? Is I is... believe so. I know the crossover is supposed to be set in Gotham. Okay. 
So well, I wonder I uh, so. what that. What else they'll. What else Gothamy they'll bring into that. Yeah. Winkity She's wink. Probably still Bruce Wayne's cousin, Kate Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I, it'll probably just be like a Supergirl season one thing where they keep like mentioning Clark Kent but and Superman, but they never mm-hmm. show him. Like maybe they'll just keep Speaking mentioning of, Bruce Wayne. And can I jump into my second piece of news and then let you? Yeah, well, sure. Okay. <laughs> so there's a Supergirl movie in the works at Warner yeah. Brothers, mm-hmm. not just a TV show, but a potential movie. What made you think of to say that? Because I you know. were just talking about Supergirl. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I don't think it's a spinoff from the show i think this is an entirely different movie set in the dcu or the worlds of dc or whatever you want to call it um it's being written by oren uziel um i'm not sure exactly what else he has done i can look real quick Mm. but um as far as i know there is not um like a producer or anything attached at the moment like he's just writing the script yeah i heard about i heard about this and my first reaction was just like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, that, I didn't, like, okay, they're going to, you know, they're just making, you know, giving everyone kind of solo movies and whatever. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it. But then I, like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized, like, oh, they've been kind of like, if they're going to keep going with the whole uh, Man of Steel, like, Supergirl was in that pod kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, I wonder if that'll actually be what they're doing or if they're just going to be like, we're going to hope you forget about that because <laughs> Zack Snyder's not here anymore and we're just going to do whatever we want. Uh, um, it's possible. Cause it, yeah. Oh. It'd be cool to have her have it pick up on that stuff because I think, like, based on trailers and speculation and all this stuff that she was supposed to kind of be a part of Justice League, hmm. um, but never, it didn't really happen, you know, like a lot of things. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it seems like weird timing, but you know they they did it with the Flash. They put the Flash in the DCU or DCEU, mm-hmm. even though he was in his own CW show. Right. So I guess they they don't really care <laughs> about that these days. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, Oren Uziel has also written the Cloverfield Paradox and Twenty Two Jump Street. So um, mm-hmm. and Shimmer Lake. That's that came out last year. Okay. So well, then maybe it could be kind of a a good. Uh... I don't know, more of a youthful feel or something. Kind mm-hmm. of a a, a, ra- a rousing good time. I don't know. I read the Supergirl comics in the late 2000s where she was kind of rebooted. Um, mm-hmm. It was like with all the Michael Turner art out of the Superman, Batman. It's the one that the Apocalypse movie was based Is off Is it where of. she's really, really spiky looking in her character design? Yeah. <laughs> like she's very yeah, pointy. Yeah. She's, she, and she's very sexy. <laughs> also, yeah. she's drawn. Just look at my abs constantly. Uh, or yeah. ass, yeah, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that that version of the character is like all over the place too. She was, um, I don't know, it was kind of problematic. She was like kind of sleeping around with Nightwing and oh, Captain yeah. Boomerang's son, who was a member <laughs> of the Outsiders at the time. And yeah, I don't know if that's was what she I always like my Supergirl movie. Was she always going around like, where is Nightwing? Yeah, is her thing? I've li- yeah. I, I mean, kind of. She was definitely crushing hard on. I Nightwing. don't know where he is. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I got you. Where's the hashtag? Where's Nightwing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he got it. He's uh, memes. Um, all right. Well, the, the only other thing I have is uh, it's another kind of kid-oriented piece of news, which is weird. I didn't mean to do this on purpose. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, there's, the, we've been getting hints of a uh, a couple new of those DCAU-inspired kids uh, chapter books 
uh, on Luciano Vicio's social media for a while where he's posting like, I'm drawing Cheetah, I'm drawing Hippolyta, I'm drawing Argus, I'm drawing all this. And like we're like, oh, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. When are these coming out? And he's like, soon, I guess. I don't know, because he doesn't, he doesn't know. He's just working on it. Uh-huh. And uh, But they're finally out. Uh, there's one called Cersei's Dark Reign and one called Cheetah Unleashed. And uh, they're, they are drawn in the Bruce Tim uh, DCAU, JLU style, but they're not, like, in continuity with them. And it's, pre- it's like, very obvious even just looking at the images because, mm-hmm. like, Hippolyta has her dark hair instead of her uh, blonde hair. Um, is it still and- otherwise the Justice League-looking design? Yeah, it actually, it, like, it's almost just copy-paste huh. as far as I can tell, but she's got, like, a purple robe and black hair instead of mm-hmm. a white robe and gold hair, it's a which is interesting. From but, the yeah, 90s, yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, I like that they just <clears throat> recolored the design they already had instead of coming up with a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, there's stuff like uh, the the Cheetah one has Argus in it, which uh, includes Etta Candy and Steve Trevor and a couple other recognizable character, like Wonder Woman uh, supporting characters, um, which yep. again just kind of throws it out because Steve Trevor was like World War Two in in Justice League, but it it's still cool to see this stuff. Originally, we were th- kind of thinking like maybe this is going to be in like the Batman and Harley Quinn um, kind of region of continuity where like you know we had Argus pop up for the first time in that movie and and these outfits kind of look similar to that but then yeah just looking at these images it's like oh it's not but it'll still be kind of cool i always like looking at these books yeah. just for the sake of looking at them the art um, is great yeah. yeah especially when luciano is is doing it um because mm-hmm. he has a very uh it's one of those like he does a really good job of of copying the DCAU style but he also has like his own brand to it that i recognize immediately and the colors are always very vibrant and cool and yeah it's good check them out if you wanna (laughs) (laughs) and that's that i guess that's the Um, news so there was a movie there was a death rest in peace there was a superman yeah was being the the poignant word there um (laughs) it's not anymore (laughs) if you watch the movie you know that (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about everything and we're not gonna do like a non-spoiler spoiler thing if you've been listening to this show long enough you know that you we're have to watch it. and listen to the exact things that we do because we're just gonna talk about them. luckily this is based <laughs> off a comic book that was published almost 20 years ago mm-hmm. so you know and it's, it's called the death of superman like mm-hmm. you kind of know you know he died but, yeah. there's a few other things that happened in this movie that were not um mm-hmm they didn't totally match the source material, but I yeah. think that um, I think it handled it in a really good way. I think it, it did match it in all the ways that mattered. Um, it had yeah. all the storytelling beats, um, which is basically uh, you've got sort of your, your a plot and your B plot. Um, and I'm not sure which you would say is which, but the first mm-hmm. point it gets into <laughs> we have is <laughs> Superman is uh, dealing with telling Lois Lane that he is Clark Kent, or the other way around. Um, yeah. But it's always a, that secret identity reveal sort of thing. And there was a really cool conversation that I enjoyed uh, between him and The Flash. Like, it's the Justice League sitting at the round table, and they're kind of going yeah. over, like, a random little briefing. And he's, The Flash is about to get married to Iris, and he's asking, like, oh, I, you know, how do you deal with that? Like, does she know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, of course. It's not something you just spring on her. 
Uh, that was kind of a nice oh, like, yeah, heartfelt no, moment yeah. there. <laughs> right. And we had some funny uh, teasing of Batman in that scene, yeah. too. Like, yeah. the Justice League. I always like it when the Justice League don't take him seriously, which is <laughs> yeah, something like... Scott Snyder's been doing in his run, too, which is, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, I like that a lot. I was watching it with Jessica, and we were both laughing at, at Flash's, like, is he still glaring at me and that kind of stuff? Uh-huh. Which I, I, I would have thought wouldn't come off like particularly well like the timing of the comedy in these movies is for some reason a little bit off always like i don't know if it's just the the art style having to match like people's facial expressions and stuff mm-hmm. or something but um it, it worked this time i think in this scene, at least yeah. yeah and it's really interesting the justice league's composition that they have here like we yeah. got hal jordan we have hawkman um yeah uh, definitely Martian Manhunter was there a lot. Yeah, uh, Martian Manhunter actually had some really cool moments in this movie too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's like not the f- new 52 anymore. Um, it's just kind of a hodgepodge of like mm-hmm. the best of the Justice League here. Which yeah, I think, I think that's a good, best. a good way to go because it's not going to... Yeah, like they were pretty tied down to like you know this new 52 story already. We're just making a movie out of it. And now it's like this is kind of the new... DCAU in a way like mm-hmm. it's just a new continuity of the same like it's they're going to keep theoretically following this chain and also the the fact that like the, over the course of this movie so much of what has been established or what what is like the the um I don't know the groundwork for like the it gets destroyed <laughs> both figuratively <laughs> and literally like the like obviously superman goes away but also like their entire headquarters gets destroyed when he's fighting doomsday yeah. or the hall of justice or whatever and uh, and a couple other things i can't think of right now that i noticed in the movie so it'll be it's i, I was noticing that as like a, oh that's cool that they're already kind of just like forget all of that we're gonna do whatever we want after uh-huh. this <laughs> which so. is probably gonna be um the justice league's probably gonna move to the moon because it looked like they released some uh, production oh, yeah. art for the Fatal Five movie, like some right. temporary placeholder art, and it's just an and image. It's like a watchtower, yeah. The, the watchtower on the moon or the, the yeah. moon satellite base or whatever. Right. Um, so, but yeah, the A story is the romance between Clark and Lois, and the B story is obviously the, the showdown with Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And Superman is late to arrive because he's hanging for out a with very Lois. Important date. Yeah, he's got yeah. a very important date. <laughs> <laughs> um so he lets the Justice League get their asses kicked for a few minutes until he's like, okay, I guess I have to go in and mm-hmm. help. <laughs> well he like is barely aware that it's happening. Like Wonder Woman's like, now nah, we got it. It's fine. Go go do yeah. your, your yeah. date. And then he's like, okay. But he's like not even paying attention like you would think they normally I guess he's his mind is occupied, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> So, that's true no i i i uh you're talking about how doomsday is the b plot i agree but i and and like thinking about it afterward that works pretty well like as him to just be like a he doesn't need to really be anything more than a weird like just brute force that's that kills superman essentially mm-hmm. or that like is the cause of his death anyway um but I remember, like, when I was watching, I was just thinking, like, uh, you know, it's similar to Superman Doomsday in that, like, Doomsday just... Okay. Here's into... <laughs> out of nowhere, out like, of a rock. Yeah, well, okay, let me let me collect my thoughts here. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's Superman Doomsday, which I've already talked into the ground about how originally I was thinking, like, that's really dumb. Why are they doing this movie again? They already did this movie. But he... 
that they go through the entirety of well at least most of it uh of that like death and return story in one movie um sans the supermen like they just right. don't do that well there's like the whatever. one clone that yeah that he has it's That's kind the, of yeah, like, like represents all of them. It's a bit of a cyborg <laughs> yeah. Superman, bit of a Superboy, bit of a yeah. Eradicator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he like, but the, the the Doomsday part of that movie, despite his name being in the title of the movie, is is like maybe less than half the movie. I want to say, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he comes and goes like so quickly, and like it sort of feels that way in this movie. Which original on while watching it, I was thinking like, why are they? Why do they do this again? Why every time do they? use doomsday and maybe i'm spoiled by jlu doomsday because like he did show up and go away really quickly but then he came back and he was kind of an important little like linchpin in the cadmusy stuff yeah and uh so like it always feels like he should be a more fleshed out character than just a big spiky guy that punches superman too much (laughs) but then that's really all he needs to be like I, I felt let down in the moment, but then thinking about it more when like, Oh, I did, That's fine. That's what he is like. And you know that. Going yeah. In, so. I think they do get into his origin a little bit in the movie. Yeah. Um, not is, not yeah. as much as I would have hoped, I guess maybe we'll find out more about it in the mm-hmm. next one if it's relevant, but yeah. Yeah. And they've definitely explored it in the comic books quite a bit yeah. and like even they got to a point in like the mid to late 2000s where dark side got control of doomsday's right. genetics and had a whole army of doomsdays. Yeah. Which we um, saw in that... Uh, in the, the Superman-Batman Apocalypse yeah, movie mm-hmm. that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, they invade yeah. Um, the mascara. Right. Um, yeah, so um, let's talk about the voice actors for a moment. Okay. Jerry O'Connell was our Superman. He's been our Superman. Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel from JLU. <laughs> um, uh, who, who does the voice of Lois? Uh, um, Rebecca Romaine. That's right. Ro- Rebecca Romaine yeah. is... Uh, his was wife. she yeah. um, also the voice in Flashpoint Paradox? I don't think so. I think is this that, is the first time she was. Is that Dana Delaney? I forget. Yeah, I feel like Dana one. Delaney was Lois in that. Yeah. Just because they didn't know they were going to do all sure. these other movies uh-huh. after that. <laughs> yeah. Same with Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor. Right. And for a while, I, I couldn't disassociate him from yeah. Dwight from The right. Office. Yeah, it was very jarring at first. But then like he did a pretty good job. And there's a really cool scene with Lex later in the movie where he dons this like robot suit. It looks yeah. like something out of Superman the animated series, but he's got like it a It cool... does, but it also looks so bizarre. His face is just like a screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, Jessica it was, was going Wizard like, why? Why would you design it like this? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, so I liked it though. and uncomfortable. <laughs> and it looked pa- like he almost got yeah. Doomsday for a second there. And yeah. That would have been a funny <laughs> twist of events. But yeah, I like how he's like, he thinks he's going to die when he's when doomsday grabs him so yeah he, he's just shouting like i'm supposed to win i'm lex luthor and all this stuff like <laughs> i liked that like no like that's his that's like people complain about the joker's final words in return of the joker being like that's, that's not, not funny. funny well like why wouldn't the joker laugh like he's dying he should be laughing while that version of the joker would totally be like he's always trying to upstage everybody uh-huh. like, so he and then he so got the upstaged. same yeah i i like that with this lex luthor where he's like He's just maniacal super friends Lex Luthor enough to be, you know, really, really disappointed in his what he thinks is his final moment. Yeah. So like, no, I'm supposed to kill Superman. Like, what the hell? And this is a Lex <laughs> that seems to have had a criminal past, but he's been cleared by the beginning yeah. of this movie. But he's not innocent. Right. Yeah, just, yeah. just cause. <laughs> but he does have a history. Um but there was oh, I just thought it uh, was 
interesting that like there's a little special feature. I don't know if you watched it for the Reign of Superman afterward. Um, no, I didn't watch the special the feature. No. Okay. There's a well. It just part of it shows Rain Wilson like recording Lex Luthor's voice, and uh, he seems really out of place in the studio. Because like when I think of these things, like I, the, some these direct-to-video animated movies to me are somewhere in between, like on the geekiness spectrum. They're somewhere in between the like live action movies where you can get actors like Ben Affleck and uh you know, I'm trying to think of anyone else on his like stardom level uh I guess Jesse Eisenberg I don't know so, you know like really like you know household name kind of mm-hmm. guys and they don't necessarily see it as like a nerdy like superheroes or stupid comic book stuff like it's like a this sure. is a legitimate movie and we're making a movie yeah and then, whereas like the cartoons they take themselves seriously but like they know what they are they're 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 made for people like us that mm-hmm. are like, hell yeah, this comic book is coming to life. Awesome. And then these direct video movies feel like somewhere in between where like they know what they are, but they're also hiring like yeah. Rebecca Romaine and Rain Wilson and stuff like that. Talented and he voice just actors, looked so, right. Yeah. He looked so out of place for some reason in the special feature to me of just being like, does he know what this is? Like, does he realize like, this isn't like, you know, he's on, he was on the office. He was, and obviously that showed was a comedy. So he's like aware Mm -hmm. that like, it's silly and whatever. And he's been, he was in like Juno, I want to say, um, Uh, the guy behind the counter. Oh yeah. Maybe he was, he was in super, um, that James Gunn movie. Right. Yeah. That's a really good movie too. Yeah, it is. Um, so I guess, yeah, now that I think about that, you read that, that, that's, that's a lot more applicable, but you know, it just seemed a little like is he aware that he's in a superman movie or does he think this is just like another cool job for him i just didn't see him as that kind of person that would be like yeah i, I think he is a bit of a geek i think he appreciates yeah. it so he um and i thought Maybe he did I a good job the guy well enough yeah i don't, no, I I don't either but yeah he was it was a little jarring at first because like that's definitely dwight but then i yeah. thought he he did a good job as lex Came to the yeah, role. I think we talked before that I didn't think he would do a good job because it would it just seems really weird and mm-hmm. like you'll only hear Dwight. But then the more that you realize like Dwight and Alex Luthor are kind of similar people. Dwight is the poor man's Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, Lex Luthor wants to be the assistant re- regional manager or whatever. Yeah, Lex Luthor with a little less ambition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. He doesn't he, he got his daddy's money. He don't need it. Uh um yeah, so I liked all the stuff that was setting up the reign of the Superman. They definitely drop um, like the first steps of um, right. of all the the four characters that are going to replace mm-hmm. Superman. So Steel, Superboy, Eradicator, Cyborg, Superman. Yeah, you get to see all the the characters that will become those throughout the death of Superman. So by <laughs> and the time in the, like five yes. post credit sequences, yeah, there are a bunch of post credit sequences, <laughs> and they're all like, there's like one of just like you see Superboy for like a second. What is he like yeah, going through leave. a door, yeah. grabbing a towel or something? I don't, I don't even yeah. remember. But yeah. and he's like wearing his new fifty two suit, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. It's like the red and black one. I I prefer the. Uh, well, in the point. in the little preview, we get he's definitely in his '90s, like leather jacket and sunglasses oh, yeah? and stuff. So yeah, oh, I'm looking I, that. Gotcha. Nice. I'm looking forward to specifically that aspect of the movie. Wow, that's gonna be cool. But, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a fun character. And Steel, um, that's great. Yeah. I loved uh, John Henry Irons scene when he reads Superman. Yeah, um, I thought yeah. so. That those extra characters being set up like that, I kind of thought like. <sighs> Pretty much my my whole, <laughs> I did enjoy the movie quite a bit, like a lot more than I thought I would. 
but I, I still had the mindset the whole time of like, what is the point of any of this? Because <laughs> like we know what's okay. We know what's going to happen. We know Superman's going to die. Like it was a little unexpected how, and, and in the circumstances, like exactly where he was and you know, what happened and whatever, uh-huh. but you know, it's going to happen. And so because you know, it's going to happen, you know, there's going to be a follow up to, you know, somehow he's going to come back and, or there's going to be, these replacement supermen while in his stead mm-hmm. um, and stuff. But so like there's, you know, throughout the movie before soup, before the Superman stuff even starts really getting emotionally heavy in any way, we're just like, look, it's John Henry Irons. Look, it's Hank Henshaw. Look, yeah. it's Superboy. Like all this stuff where to where like, what is that you that's oh because they're setting it up for the next movie before we even get into this movie like age of ultron and and batman Uh versus superman and all these things that bother me so much and then just like but that that's setting up the movie that's gonna then happen and then what what's the point (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense yeah but (laughs) i mean i I suppose you think like what's the point because we've seen it before like because we've had superman Mm. doomsday we've had these other things like I would argue that it's different where you have the Justice League that are there having the showdown with Doomsday, um, that whole sequence, and then um the follow up with the four imposters, like that's something we've never seen in animation before. Yeah, no, it's it's not a I've seen this, it's more of just I guess because I know roughly the story, the original story, that I I can predict like, I don't know, Jessica didn't know who Hank Henshaw was. She didn't know. Mm-hmm. She guessed that that was Superboy in the pod because we've watched Young Justice. And yeah. she guessed that it was Steel because she knows Steel from Justice League and all this stuff. But there's, you don't know necessarily, I guess, unless you've read the book or know about the book, that they're going to be who they are. But it is still kind of just like, you know, I would have preferred maybe they set them up at the end of the movie or something, maybe that would have been a little too forced instead of, because mm-hmm. you've had to do it all at Being once. Being more but, naturally already yeah. in the, the world of Metropolis. But maybe do it in a way of, yeah, yeah, put put Steel in like, you know, two Justice League movies ago or something, so you know he's around, and then put, right. uh, well, I mean, but maybe they, they like, didn't know they were going to They could have had this, John Henry Irons, but he, he, <laughs> Even that's what in the I mean. Comics, yeah. He doesn't even become steel until he's inspired by the death of yeah. Superman. No, that's what I mean. Though yeah. is is you put John John Henry Irons in like Justice League Dark or something for like five seconds or or mm-hmm. but of course, like I said, they probably didn't know they were going to do this, so they didn't know to do that ahead of time. Um, I don't know. Like the the like maybe when you show Hank Henshaw in this movie, don't call him Hank Henshaw or just call him Hank or something. Like you don't have to literally say his full name. You don't have to like here look who look <laughs> Never who it is. Say guys. last names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What have we learned? Yet? Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I uh I, I liked I enjoyed it. I teared up at Superman's death. I didn't think I would. Aww. Um because uh like I don't know. In in the comic, it's different from Superman Doomsday, and it's different from this movie. Like it's all they all use roughly the same kind of like, yeah, no, you did it, you saved everybody, it's okay mm-hmm. dialogue because they kind of have to. Like that's the classic right. moment there, yeah. um, and cradling Superman and that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was I don't remember. I've read it like once and I have like three copies from different eras of the death of Superman. <laughs> but I, I, I don't remember it being that 
she that he's about to kill Lois. Is that what happens in the book? Um, you know he's going to kill Lois, and then that's like the last straw. Like, no way, dude, and that's what kills Superman. I forget as well. I um, I want to <laughs> say so. I want to say so. Okay. Because she's definitely the bo- there in the final the, battle. The like, bone spike stab is a, is a normal thing. I don't, I don't think so. Personally. I didn't think but so. But I could be wrong. Thinking they stole that from Batman vs Superman. <laughs> it could be though. I mean, I, I think they leaned as true to the the source materials they could. Um, there's definitely a lot of subplot in that arc with uh, Bibo Babowski and people like that. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. your common Metropolis citizens who rise up in the absence of of Superman not being there anymore and trying yeah. to like continue his ideals and uh keep peace and justice around their their city mm-hmm. like however they can um so there were like a few minor characters like there was some gang violence subplots that was going on and uh it's called the world without superman because it was originally collected in like three different volumes so there was the death of superman the world without superman and the uh reign yeah, of okay. superman or whatever yeah <laughs> But the re- the Superman Returns 2006. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know how much they're going to get into the world without Superman stuff and like um like there was even Gangbusters a very obscure 90s uh mm-hmm. hero who is based in Metropolis. Um he's probably not going to be in the next movie. Um yeah. I hope not. He I don't oh, know. something. He's okay, okay. I'm, I'm interrupting your thought process. <laughs> okay. But something, something I did really like about this, which I don't, which I think was an original thing, was that like Clark and Lois are already like a thing before she knows he's Superman. They're engaged um, to be married, and I think she knows that he is Superman. No, no. I mean, in this movie. Oh, not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, th- um, you think they were together previously? No. Well, I just mean. This this version of the animated world. I don't I don't think we ever saw them like I there there was some like oh Superman and Wonder Woman are da- are on a date and Lois Lane walks up and oh I didn't know you had a girlfriend or something like that I can't remember I've seen it once yeah uh, it might have been the <laughs> Throne of Atlantis movie yeah I think so um they talk yeah, about like, their relationship a little bit at the beginning of this movie Superman and Wonder Woman do right yeah yeah they have a little sparring training session or whatever um, which is funny because they. I, it was kind of like that just like unlimited like a uh, computer simulation training thing that Supergirl and Green yeah. Lantern are doing and uh it's like the danger and, room from the X-Men. right yeah exactly uh but then uh, I didn't realize that was what was going on and of course you're not supposed to mm-hmm. um but when uh when uh, was Cheetah and Cheetah who looked like Metallo. the Justice League Doom version yeah 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 yeah, but yeah, like right. as soon as as soon as uh, Wonder Woman, I think she just punches Cheetah in the face or something, and she like bursts into like pixels, and uh-huh. I and I made some joke about like what is this Sword Art Online, which is an anime where they're stuck in a video game and that's how people die is they explode into oh, pixels, yeah. and then as soon as I said that Jessica or it started powering down like the training simulation, and then Jessica was like, well, sort of, <laughs> like it's basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Yes. But yeah, I liked I liked how. Lois, like, you know, 
they're in the they bump into each other at the daily planet they're just talking like normal people and then she pulls them into the closet and they start making out like uh-huh. oh that's unexpected and i was thinking like i th- and i know you're probably supposed to think this but i was thinking like oh she already knows he's superman cuz why else would they be kissing and right. then it's like oh you must have seen superman you got all you got you're all hot right now and uh-huh. so it's like oh okay she doesn't know he's superman i've not I'm not used to a version where Clark and Lois are together before she knows he's yeah, Superman. Yeah, which is usually how it goes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I liked that. Um, where I guess just, it was like, opposite in the um, the animated universe, like the Timverse, because yeah. you see Superman and Lois get together, at least by right. the time of um, Justice League Unlimited, because they have a picnic yeah. together um, mm-hmm. during the Cadmus arc. Which I, I think yeah. Dwayne McDuffie said that he was originally going to unveil this uh, his secret to Lois at the end of the Cadmus arc, but they just oh, didn't yeah. end up getting to it. Yeah, the, the little yeah. scene where they're in the Daily Planet or whatever. Yeah, they have that little picnic on the roof. Like That was definitely supposed to set it up, um, but it just never happens. Yeah, well, I'm talking about when she's like, how many L's in ambivalent or whatever? And he's oh, like, yeah. two. What are you, you still doing that thing and he like because there was a screenshot i remember when that episode was going to air like it hadn't like this is obviously a while ago uh like 2004 or something but i remember there being like a leaked screenshot of because superman like adjusts his glasses at the in the like last shot of that Mm -hmm. episode and there was just a screenshot of him with like them halfway down and everybody was like oh my god no way he's gonna tell her and all that and then he just doesn't Uh yeah (laughs) and uh but I'm kind of glad he doesn't because that little, like, he doesn't have, besides his, like, speech to uh, the crowd, the big crowd and being, like, not killing Lex Luthor. Like, Superman specifically doesn't have a lot of, like, focus in the in the in that those last few episodes. Well, he um, does break into Cadmus to rescue yeah. the question and... But I guess we don't see him Captain in Adam. Lois like specifically, except for Question Authority. Like I, I and at if, the very I, beginning, I think when he saves yeah. her from the parasite and uh, like Metamorpho's there, and they have a little fight against. I think people. you're uh, mixing like five episodes it, in your head. Is it not the parasite, or maybe <laughs> no, it's, it's like uh, Black it's, Mass and people like that? Is those guys the uh, the well, Codrian? You're getting closer. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's Mantis. A, it's Mantis. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah it's like the same yeah. generic little street battle. Yeah, you know? yeah, they yeah, all kind of match together. Yeah. So it's Mantis at the beginning of of the end yeah. of the Cadmus. Was a panic. They just sky? didn't feel like it would have flowed very well into him revealing his identity to her necessarily. I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> glad they did. Like we're getting we're getting off for the movie. So the movie was good. <laughs> I had heard rumors that like, oh, it's his it's on the like emotional level of like a DCAU, you know, one of the best DCAU episodes. And I don't necessarily fully agree with that. I think maybe I have rose colored glasses on, but mm-hmm. I think uh I, well, I have glasses on for sure. Um but I think it was still it was still decent. Like it was approaching that. I think if we had had a lot had had a few of like this is the first i think like specifically superman movie in this line of movies like it's all been justice league or um, right right or or batman i think is the only options uh and 
or Justice League Dark, which is kind of Teen Titans. <laughs> We've had. Oh, you're right. You're right. There's one yeah. Teen Titans, and then the Teen Titans versus Justice League. So, uh-huh. but there's yeah, this is the first like, hey, it's about Superman, and so I don't know this Superman enough, and they do a good job of making me know him and what he likes and what he yeah. means and stands for and stuff. But it it was still a little rushed because it's one movie. Um, and the Clark Kent is very inspired yeah. by Christopher Reeves, so yeah. I, I could and, I could see that. Yeah, this and but they they kind of change who Superman is for this movie a little bit because he's definitely the more more of the kind of cocky New Fifty Two Superman in this in the first couple movies. Like mm-hmm. you know they have the whole like Batman's fighting him like who are you? What are you supposed to be able to do? And that kind of right, thing where right. they're fighting in the street and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. looking forward to the the sequel. I gave it a six out of ten. I um just yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of tough to judge this based off a whole universe of movies because yeah. I don't think they really intended to be as cohesive as the DCAU mm-hmm. was. Um so I you know, that they kind of throw all these new characters in this movie. Yeah. Because they want these to stand on their own. So you could watch Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman back to back and have a full experience. So um Yeah. I I am excited to see, I think we talked about this also, my my opinion on this, but I'm excited to see the reign of Superman more than I am, more than I was to see this movie, but you Mm -hmm. have to do this movie to do that movie. Like there's no way around it really. Um, I agree. And I, yeah, (laughs) but, and I, I did, I do think it's different enough from Superman Doomsday to not be like an unnecessary redo of that or anything. Um, it's still in my head a little bit unnecessary. Like it's still like you've done, I don't know. It's like what we were talking about with dark side where you use him. If you use him too much, he's less important mm-hmm. in my head. So like if the, if you kill Superman too many times <laughs> in, right. in justice league, in Batman versus Superman, in do Superman doomsday in this movie, like, and it's all the death of the hero. The same. Yeah. Yeah. It's always such an easy cop out for storytelling. And that's, yeah. um, you know, like DC even uh, probably about 10, 12 years ago was just like, that's, they were all about killing off their characters yeah, yeah. for shock value. And Batman died for a while too. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, they even had the blackest night comic event because it was yeah. like, we have so many dead characters. Right. Let's bring it back and haunt everybody. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I think I, I did, while I did enjoy this movie and I would watch it again, um, I think it'll not age super well because I think, uh, I don't know. That's maybe not the right way to describe it. I think if <laughs> 10 years from now, if I'm like, which, which of the DC animated movies do I want to watch? Like the non DCAU ones, I might not return to this one because I'm like, I got it. Superman doomsday kills him. I get, I understand. Uh, uh-huh. whereas it's like pretty brutal of a yeah. fight, like, and it's just like a big extended fight. There's not a whole lot of nuance yeah. to the story beyond just like, here's a unstoppable force and an immovable mm. object. And we'll right. see what happens. <laughs> I guess they both yeah. die. Okay. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And, but it's like, uh, I don't know when they, when they killed, killed quote unquote Superman in the DCAU, it was a hereafter story yeah it was just it was yeah he got sent to the future and they had they had the whole funeral and they did all the all the non-doomsday aspects of Mm -hmm. death of superman were pretty present but it was an original like way to do it unexpected and 
You don't yeah. you don't actually know if Superman is dead. Like I know he's going to come back in this <laughs> in the next uh, one of these movies, but I didn't. You know, at the time, you can guess that Superman is going to come back because why would he not? It's the Justice League. We saw him in Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a possible future. Um, but so, <laughs> but he. You didn't know why, why, like what happened. It was an actual mystery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I have a pretty good guess of what's gonna happen in the next movie with Superman specifically. Right, um, right. He's gonna return not... and he's gonna have long hair yeah. and he'll be wearing a black suit. Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's what we thought in the Justice League movie, and that didn't happen. That's true. Um, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's good. Cool. I'll keep rambling <laughs> about it, but it is good. Uh, I recommend it. I'll, I'll probably do like a seven. Okay. I gave it a six. Uh, so it's 6.5 together? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it fair. was an average movie. Yeah. Um, although I, I'd say it's better. It was still better. It was more... It was... How do you say this? Better written? This was than, one of the best animated Superman... Like, yeah. Superman's a character that yeah. I've seen in a long time. So... Yeah. I, will I think compared that. to a handful of the other direct-to-video Superman movies in the last few yeah. years, it's and definitely even though, up like. I am a big fan of the Superman, um, I guess it was called Superman Unbound, that movie with Brainiac. The original <laughs> yeah. one was called Superman Brainiac. And then there was a Superman vs. the Elite, and that original comic was is still one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but it's still, I don't know, something about, like, yeah, this one's yeah. just a better, more well-rounded Superman. Well, and the title, like, The Death of Superman, it, it sounds so blunt and, like, ridiculous, but yeah. it's more, it's almost more about, like, the death of, like, what he represented and like like the what, hope aspirations the, yeah of mankind. the space that he filled yeah mm-hmm. um but also <laughs> that you reminded me that i was just talking to mark uh he he for those who don't know he does some legacies coloring and he's helping with the website right now first name mark this. yeah first, first name, name mark. mark last name nothing uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably listening to this right now hi mark Hi, Mark. oh hi mark <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure he knows he's never heard that before um he uh, he and I were just talking about how so many of the like direct to video movies are hard to remember which is which based on just the title because hmm. like Superman Unbound what does that mean like is that's the one with Brainiac right is what you have to ask yourself every time <laughs> and like uh, what what's another example I don't know uh, Public Enemies is pretty obvious because it's based uh-huh. on Public Enemies they, they are Public Enemies um, yeah. uh, Batman versus Robin. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I had to cool. say. Well, I think that's um, all I have to say on Death of Superman too. Do you want a nice uh, transition sound to? Yes, Teen please. Go I don't. To I, the how else am I supposed to do it? Uh, this is James and Maddie talking about Teen Titans. I'll see you later. All right. So first take, first try. Uh, this is me and Maddie talking about Teen Titans Go to the Movies. This is definitely the first uh, instance of us speaking about this, and it's, uh, Maddie's computer did not turn off in the middle of the last recording, and we had to start over 10 minutes into it. Um, so let's uh, try to remember all the funny, funny jokes we said. And <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, I think I started last time we talked about this by saying that I went into the movie not thinking it would be good, and I enjoyed it. But what did you think of the movie? Because you went into the movie thinking it would be good. That was a worse way than I said it the first time. But here we go. (laughs) Well, hopefully my answer is worded better than I said it the first time. Um, So I went went into it expecting it to be really good. And it was fine. Um, 
However, I kind of overhyped myself on it before going yeah. in by watching almost all of the promotional material that had come out, not realizing that, wait, this is a kid's movie. My enjoyment is just going to be from like these quick witty jokes because the plot itself will kind of, you know, be able to, to be deciphered from like the first 10 minutes if you're going in as an adult. Yeah. Uh, and so going into it, I had already seen all the jokes from the first half of the movie. And it was like, okay, this is fine. And now I have context to it, but it's not as funny as it was the first time. Yeah. I remember uh, thinking how um, the Jade Wilson character was just going to be slade's daughter because i knowing his last name is wilson and i don't actually remember what his daughter's like name is in the comics it's probably just jade wilson i don't remember but uh uh then it's just slade in a costume like <laughs> like he's just in a woman like he's, his body just shapes to her body when he's wearing that costume which was pretty good because it's obviously like there's no way for you to expect that and i did enjoy that they um had a a joke at that's probably aimed at themselves from the original cartoon where they said like y you're wearing a mask over your slade mask like why would you do that was doesn't it get terribly sweaty in there or something because jessica and i had just talked about that because we're watching through teen titans and there's like the first time that we see slade like out in the field he's just in like a weird like old man samurai costume that then gets taken off of him or like ripped off of him and he's wearing his slade costume underneath that like why would you <laughs> double up on costumes <laughs> so, <laughs> so i hope that that was them making fun of themselves. What, if, what if he didn't what if he didn't even double up on costumes and it was just <laughs> mind manipulation <laughs> right right yeah that was kind of a weird thing. It's like that's not like a thing he does. It's just I don't know. <laughs> so, um, how yeah. how did what what did you think of how they portrayed Slade in this movie? Um, I th I don't know the Teen Titans go like lore enough. Uh, I know that there's a semblance of continuity within that cartoon that does not follow the same as the Teen Titans cartoon. That's pretty much the extent of it. Like, I've seen a handful of episodes here and there, but never tried to, like, watch it beginning to end or whatever. But it did... It, so, knowing that, it, it didn't confuse me why they wouldn't know who Slade is already or whatever. Um, but if I didn't know that, like, I would probably be confused about, like, you know... There, you're not discovering him for the first time, like, and, and he's also not voiced by Ron Perlman and all this stuff. So it's like it was kind of weird that from that aspect. But um, I, I thought he was enjoyable. I guess <laughs> he was threatening enough. Like he he actually does some damage to them, um, which I didn't expect them to do in this kind of movie. Like when he shoots them out of the sky, like point blank or whatever. Um, I don't know. It was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay because so i had uh i had watched um uh, the the review that um I'm, I'm blanking i'm blanking on on his <laughs> his name uh i think it's just black nerd um uh-huh black nerd comedy maybe uh I, I watched the review that he did before going into it and like he he was going on about how Slade was just too goofy at sometimes, and I, I, and when he said that, I was like, "It's Teen Titans Go!" Like, yeah, they're supposed to be goofy. And then I went into it 
And I kind of get where he's coming from because it, it's his whole thing is like, I don't want to deal with the Teen Titans because they're so goofy. And then he's over here like doing the thumb magic trick and right, yeah. wiggling a pencil and stuff. And it's just like, it's some, some of that would have been okay, but he just kind of goes over the top with it at times. And it's just like, this is kind of yeah. iffy. I thought yeah, I Will Arnett was a... a little too long. <laughs> Those jokes. Yeah. Like, okay, I got it. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think Will Arnett was a was a good um, was a good st- uh, I guess replacement for Ron Perlman, uh, just because of how the tone of the show is. But I just wish mm-hmm. they would have kind of just reeled in the comedy just a little bit. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Lego stuff, right? Is it the same guy? Willard, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah. He's also the voice of Bojack. Oh yeah, okay. He's so but, many things. <laughs> but since uh since we're on since we're on that uh that train right now though, what did you think of the voice cast in general? I think uh despite the characters being like smaller, tiny versions of the Teen Titans, obviously the actors voicing them have aged in the last 12 years or whatever since the show was on and uh <clears throat> they're not going to i mean they can't really help it it's kind of like uh lauren lester coming back as nightwing like he sounds like a 50 year old man now <laughs> instead of you know whatever teenage sounding voice he was able to do better at the time but i think that uh like I don't know. It was fine, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but that it's, they still sound noticeably older to me than, than they should, I guess. Yeah. I think, I think the only one of the main cast that, that really uh, stuck out for me was Greg Sipes. Um, yeah. Like I love him to death. He's, he's, he's such a fun, uh, I guess guy in general. Yeah. He dressed um, up as Beast Boy I, at some recent comic con, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, like, He's a okay with me until like the Twitter stuff with the anti-vax right. and all that. But <laughs> yeah, he, he. But when, when I I don't know if this is a conscious choice, um, just for this interpretation of Beast Boy, but like he he, it felt like he adds way too many extra like s's at the ends of things or just sure. extra words into into his his vocabulary and it's just like uh i don't know you're going a little bit over it but i i yeah. was i was more or less when i was asking your opinion of the the voice cast i was uh more or less um talking about the uh i guess the guest cast okay so i i think uh you're talking about like Lil yachty and uh um what's his face for superman <laughs> uh you know the guy the actor yeah guy. i mean <laughs> Lil Yachty, Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Jimmy Cage, Kimmel, yeah. Halsey. Yeah. Whoever it was that voiced Jade. Was Jimmy Kimmel the Batman voice? Is that Yes. Okay, yeah. And it's uh Chris Kristen Bell as uh Jade Wilson. I think uh yeah. I, I was saying I was talking about this with Ted on the Death of Superman review we were doing where it seems weird to me sometimes to have this like kind of more high level actors in projects like this, uh, like it just takes you out of it. But I think in a movie like this, where 
you're supposed to like everything's supposed to be sort of fourth wall breaking that that's totally fine i don't think lil yachty's voice goes very well with john stewart is just hey he's he did the soundtrack or whatever he did that one song for this movie so we should have let him be a voice and like nicholas cage obviously because of the death or the superman lives or whatever it was um so that it didn't bother me i guess i thought it might but it because of what kind of show it is it, i think it's fine yeah so I enjoyed Liliati's voice as Jon Stewart, um, just because I felt like it kind of uh, fit the style they were going for, to have this big old buff guy with a little tiny voice. Sure. And <laughs> and I loved that Nicolas Cage finally got his day as Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it was, it, it, it was weird, like having those two that felt like there was a reason for them to have their voices and then sure. oh just jimmy halsey. kimmel and yeah. halsey they'll they'll be <laughs> yeah. they'll be fine like right i can't remember any line that batman said uh, and i don't know if that's the fault of jimmy kimmel or not but it's just i think like, it's just the one batman vs superman joke where he's like what's your mother's name or whatever uh that's like oh, the yeah. only time he said anything otherwise he was just that teen titans go batman that just like laughs and doesn't do anything else <laughs> i forgot about, they made so many batman vs superman yeah. jokes in this movie and like it's like they started I'm making surprised. the movie like years ago and just <laughs> when that was more relevant or something right I'm surprised that well, I'm surprised WB let them get away with that. Yeah. Like we had the, we had the BVS poster that was uh, Batgirl and Supergirl. We had the Batman vs Joker right poster or whatever that said Dawn of something or other. And then we had the What's your mother's name? And there's also like them saying Yeah, there was a Green Lantern movie, but we don't talk about that. Like they just let them put that in the movie. Like they're well, <laughs> aware of it or something. So the that one that one like. That's years ago and not related to anything DC yeah. and WB are currently doing. So, like, I can see them getting away with that, but, like, just that much right. bashing Batman vs. Superman over the head just yeah. seemed a little, <laughs> uh, little weird. So, I do want to say, like, this movie is intended for a very young audience. Um, there are a lot of. Uh, well, maybe not a lot. There are a handful of moments that I think were kind of like made for the adults that they know are going to attend the showing with their kids or because it's Teen Titans or whatever, um, which reminds me there, there are several things in this movie that remind me of SpongeBob kind of humor. But then there's also the SpongeBob aspect of that they do a lot of like. I don't know. A, a common complaint with modern SpongeBob is that they 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 take the character archetypes and just emphasize the like one thing that you remember about that character. Like Sandy does science stuff, so she's just always going to be doing science stuff. That's all she ever does now. And Squidward does you know plays clarinets. So that's all he does now, or what whatever it is. Um, 
and there's a lot of that in this movie with the and it might be part of Teen Titans Go in general where like Starfire is always saying the words and Starfire is the doing this thing and the 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 like she's just constantly doing that like I you know that oh that was a funny thing she did a couple times in the original Teen Titans because she doesn't understand the language lol and like and there were a couple other things like that with Beast Boy is like a way, way more like yeah dude totally even though he didn't really do that that much you know I don't know that that was kind of bothering me, but that might just be a thing that Teen Titans Go does on purpose because it's more baby-oriented fart jokes, lol, all the time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get where you're coming from there. I think that goes back to what I was saying about um, Greg Sipes' depiction of Beast Boy in, yeah. in this earlier. It's Hopefully like, you said that in this version of the recording because I don't even remember. <laughs> I, th- I, think that was on, I think that was on this recording. Okay. But it's... <laughs> Because we were talking about voice actors, so... Right, okay, okay. But yeah, so I think that just goes back to that point. They they definitely do, I guess, overdo it on some of the the characters. uh, Like, just one random personality trait. Mm -hmm. Well, I was talking before, like, before we got cut off and restarted the recording about how the... Um, I'll I'll try to do a quick version of it so you're not hearing the same thing a million times. But the uh, the the movie, like when we were kids, and I had like Nickelodeon shows that would get their own movies, like the Rugrats or Wild Thornberries or whatever. And the movie would always be kind of like a much more like grand adventure feel to it than the show ever did. Like they'd they'd go beyond the boundaries of whatever they would do in the show, and it would be obviously a lot longer, and, you know, the animation would be higher budget, and they'd have shading on characters that didn't normally, and that kind of thing. And this movie felt sort of like that, because of all the reasons I just said, but also it still felt very much like a, like, uh, sketch comedy, like, there's here's this routine and this joke, and then it doesn't really go anywhere until, like, halfway through the movie. Like, they take a long time to just do a bunch of random stuff and then like the Teen Titans Go show does. So, I don't know, but it, it, like because it's it's made for little kids and not necessarily meant to be this huge thing. It's just like an extended episode. So, it didn't bother me too much, but there was that was in my head, I guess, the whole time. Right. So, I I had um I had cuz last time we were talking about this like you gave <laughs> the uh the tiger musical bit as an example and i definitely had a point in watching the movie where i felt like they were overdoing it with the the musical numbers and like because they did the they did the like teen titans go remix like what three three times was it or was it (laughs) right yeah and like there was a point where I was twice like, in the movie and once in the credits. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like, it was like it was like there was a point where I was like, eh, you don't really need to do this, like do these many of them. And then like once it hit mm-hmm. the second one, where they're finally taking down Slade and they're being serious with like what's mm-hmm. going on in the song, I was just like, okay, like this wouldn't hit in like a as much of a oh they've grown as characters throughout this kind of way had they not done it the first time and been silly but even then it's just like well you know that one ends up paying off later but like do any of the other musical numbers really pay off later like not really the robin's movie gets all the stuff that he wanted (laughs) right 
The one on the one on Krypton where they were doing the dubstep thing was fun. Uh, yeah. And but also pointless. The, I don't know. <laughs> the the Michael Bolton one was fun, but like you said, it went on for a bit too long. Like I think I think they even realize that it goes on for too long because the promotional clip that I that I said I saw of it cuts out a huge chunk of it. Yeah. <laughs> the uh... And it's just like I was I did like how much how self-aware the movie was like the whole plot is just based around how they're too silly and no one takes them seriously and and no one wants to give them a movie and all this stuff which is like all real world like complaints about the show and and stuff like that um I was kind of like hoping that maybe they would add in uh something from the Titans trailer that we just got like last second or something I don't know how they would have done that but uh, like they couldn't, but they they should have been able to know that they were going. Obviously, they would have been able to know what that what the trailer was they were going to release, but they wouldn't know that people how they would react to it and that stuff. So they couldn't really make fun of themselves for that, I guess. Right. It would it would have been uh it would have been hilarious to have like them coming out of of Batman's movie premiere <laughs> and just hearing a bleep Batman. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just have Robin step but, on someone's skull and then say it. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, we're nitpicking a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a it's a kid's movie, so I feel like a lot of the nitpicking yeah. might not be justified, regardless of our audience enjoying us nitpicking things. So I'm curious, to get out of the nitpicking, <laughs> what we're, like, two or three of your your favorite parts of the movie okay um i did like that you you mentioned this before uh that the animation changes um like per musical number like that's in a different style um and it wasn't necessarily like like there's that there's that like i think it's one of the jimmy timmy power hours or whatever the like jimmy neutron fairly odd parents crossovers uh where there maybe but maybe it might just be a fairly odd parents thing. I don't remember. They're going through like different TV shows and so they keep popping yeah, out yeah, in yeah. different uh, animation. The Channel Chasers movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, the the, the, uh, the Tim Talk boys were just talking about that the other oh, day. Really? I love that movie so much. <laughs> the zeitgeist continues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they uh there's like a part where they're in like a Bruce Tim Batman show where but it's like the a bird cage and Birdman or something. I don't remember. Um, and there's a handful of stuff like that. It wasn't to that level where it's like, oh, it's in the style of this thing I recognize, but it was it just changed slightly enough to be more angular or more puffy or something like that to where it was kind of nice to see like a change of pace. Um, yeah, they they definitely they definitely switched to the the cow art style that like Amazing World of Gumball and Steven right, Universe yeah. and, and the new Thundercats they're using. Mm -hmm. uh, I really liked when they did the uh, the Disney rip, the Lion King scene. Oh yeah, that was so weird. Like I, I knew he was gonna drop him off the cliff, but it, but like just seeing it was good enough of a joke anyway. That was uh, that was probably my favorite part altogether yeah. of the movie. Yeah, the, um, the Disney animation like quality <laughs> jump that they did for it. Like there was. When, when I think it was Superman came on screen during that part, like he looked exactly like Prince Eric from uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid, and I was just like, Jesus! Yeah, 
Yeah, no, they did a good, good job with that. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of like specific parts of the movie or jokes that I really liked because I know there were a lot of them. Um, of so, course, my brain goes to the bad things, but yeah, what? Uh, another another one that I really enjoyed. Um, I'm a sucker for "Take on Me." That is like <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Uh, like I'll I'll do it. I'll do I'll I'll go to karaoke every now and then, and I'll decide to do that song. And then I'll do like the first couple choruses, like mm. just doing a low <laughs> note, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, well he's singing it properly, but he's not singing it how we're expecting him to." In a and day the last, or two. And then the last couple, <laughs> yeah, like the last couple choruses, like I'll hit the falsetto and everything, and it'll be a it'll be a fun time. So hearing that in the movie uh, was really fun, especially especially in a time travel scenario well that um, i loved go huh no go ahead i was just gonna say oh, you've I... reminded me that it's uh that's one of the parts of the movie that i found pointless was be- they do that whole thing and it serves no it doesn't help the movie plot wise at all <laughs> yeah i mean it doesn't it doesn't help plot wise because they undo it all but at the same time it was so fun to watch i yeah i think them throwing the plastic rings on baby aquaman yeah <laughs> was like that was that was so dark <laughs> and they just like, go when just they like, go they back just... and let the people murder thomas and martha wayne <laughs> well it, it so it remind like the way that they did that it reminds me a lot uh, of like the baby hitler paradox uh-huh. <laughs> where like that was brought up to jeb bush on the campaign trail and they were he was asked if if he'd go back in time and kill baby Hitler and he's like, well yeah you got to he's sure he's a baby but he's Hitler <laughs> <laughs> and and like just the fact that like I think Deadpool two was gonna do like a joke on that and the studio wouldn't let them so seeing Teen Titans go kind of take that paradox yeah. and, 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 and to a more just outlandish situation and, and killing baby aquaman i was just like okay this See, is dark that that <laughs> this isn't what it signed up for but okay the time traveling stuff made me think like okay this is where we're going in the movie now like the plot has taken a turn to do time travel so they're gonna think that it's a good idea to get rid of all the superheroes but actually by getting rid of batman you ended up getting rid of robin oh no like that like that was gonna be something that that would happen and that that would be the what happens the rest of the movie is they have to like figure out a way to fix that or something and then it's just oh that was a bad idea and the joker's destroying the town even though the joker also shouldn't exist if batman doesn't exist we should go back in time and fix this and they do yeah, and then it's that, over <laughs> like that seemed like it was going to be the the thread that they were going to follow and i'm kind of bummed that it didn't um uh, it might have been too much the, for a little kid to handle, probably. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it might have been hard for a kid to understand, like, oh, wait, he got rid of Batman, why is Robin gone, you know? Yeah. But, like... Although they just would have added a line where Starfire says, like, because the Batman was gone, we are doing the time travel, and Robin, the Robin is the gone as well. And then they they would just, oh, okay, I get it now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would have <laughs> it would have been easy to explain and, and just deal with and actually have that turn into the plot. But at the same time, I kind of enjoyed that 
they went back and had to force Thomas and Martha down mm-hmm. the alleyway and throw the ne- the right. pearl necklace around <laughs> Martha's neck. Because it's just like, this is just like, it's that whole part is just so dark when you like actually <laughs> sit there and kind of think about it for a second. It's like, sure, it's hilarious, but like, yeah. oof. Uh, I thought about that as it was happening. Like, can you do this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying it, to... It, what else is... What else was, like... Um, the, the, we went into the movie, and the guy at the counter uh, who we got the tickets from, when I said uh, two for Teen Titans, uh, like, he immediately... Like, he was waiting for someone around his age to say this to or something. Like, kind of like your, your cashier guy at their store that always talks to you about stuff. But he was, like, going off about how much he hated what they were doing to Teen Titans and that the show was ruining it and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just here to check it out. And I don't know what to expect. Like, trying to kind of get away. And then at the end right. of it, when we got out of the movie... Uh, you know, of course, there's that post credits thing, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. But uh, he asked, like, you know, how so how was it? And I was like, well, there were a lot of fart jokes and that was dumb. But I was actually pleasantly surprised, like how much I enjoyed it. You should go see it. Kind of like trying to hint to him, like, go see it because there's a part with <laughs> with the normal Teen Titans in it, uh, even if it's like 10 seconds long. And uh, and he kind of like just gave me a weird look. But I was just it, it was a funny interaction that he was so like at was so up in arms about that like maybe he'd t- been telling that to everyone that came through or something but there was only other one only one other person like group that was in the movie with us and it was like uh, a mom a teenage boy and their like little tiny baby girl and she was just running around the theater the whole time screaming and laughing and it was like very distracting but I couldn't like you know tell her to shut up or anything but it was just one right. of those like, don't bring your fucking baby to the movie. God damn it! <laughs> it's and, so and then easy. You realize it's a movie made for babies. <laughs> yeah, but if you're gonna bring them there, that's fine. If, if but don't let them run around in there. It's not a playground. I don't know. I'm getting into too much right. of my triggered movie theater stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I feel you. But like to so to to the point of that guy like just dissing on it without even having seen it is like yeah i feel like that's the general like right taste for teen titans go is people who haven't really paid attention to it and don't realize that there's witty stuff going on with it yeah and honestly in my opinion it's not hurting the brand because it's keeping the teen titans in public consciousness like mm-hmm. i'm trying to think the show ended in 2006 i think something like that yeah or maybe maybe even a little bit later and then this got picked up around 2012 if i'm remembering correctly Uh, and you wouldn't be seeing the push for them to revive the original series had this series not been there to be like hey yeah. The same voice actors are working on the characters. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I agree with you. I think that a lot that's something we should have said at the start, maybe, because people that didn't see this movie or don't care about Teen Titans Go are probably skipping this part of the podcast. But they are uh, there. There is a lot of just like, oh, that looks really stupid that and what you see in like little clips or whatever there's the whole, you know, like it's 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 rotting children's brains and all this stuff. But like it just I don't know, give it a shot. Like I watched like three episodes in a row just to see 
like when it started kind of like what it was like and i didn't really like it at the time but i watched it again more recently and i think that it's it's just on that cusp of like i don't know in kind of uh clever humor in the but still in the realm of of uh oh i we pooped in that toilet no i pooped in the toilet too that kind of stuff like it's got a mix of both <laughs> yeah so i th- i think one thing that like the um the people who vehemently dislike the show don't realize is that when we argue that it's not as bad as you're making it out to be it's not because we are huge avid fans of the show yeah generally i don't like disliking things i right. like i like i like looking at it thinking okay that wasn't for me obviously i'm not the demographic these things were 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 good and, and struck a chord with me yeah. But it's obviously for, you know, someone else to enjoy. Yeah, you're not going to watch and, the movie and go like, it's like they made this for babies because they did. So. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and to to be loud and vocal about this shouldn't exist because I don't like it. Yeah. It is essentially like saying all media should be tailored to fit. <laughs> your One needs person, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and instead of fitting the like the desires of an audience like there is an audience for teen titans go if it's sure. not you that's fine yeah you don't need to worry too much about it and i can see the idea behind like oh you know cartoons were better when i was a kid or something like that like they, they were written better they were animated better blah 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 and from a certain standpoint that might be true you know like certain disney cartoons or something were probably animated better than you know this kind of flash animation looking teen titans go or you know they might have been had had more like the plots might have been more uh i don't know you learn a lesson or whatever but i think at the same time there's probably just as much of that in teen titans go but we choose like people our age or older choose to like not they, they they don't want that to be true like they don't want to accept that or whatever by watching if they watch it and see any of that in there because it's subconsciously kind of just a you know rose-colored glasses about your own show like go back and watch tailspin i doubt that they're <laughs> that it's better than teen titans go you know <laughs> so right i mean yeah there's definitely there's definitely like a, a large uh factor to that where people just have their nostalgia glasses on and it's hard. It's hard to say, Oh, this was a better written thing that came out of my time as a subjective fact, just because of the fact that like we've already experienced it. We've been experiencing it for years. We've gone back to it. We've revisited it. And, and, and then this is a new thing and we're like oh that's different than what we're used to so it's automatically bad right wow yeah the uh <laughs> i think there are i think there's plenty of shows that we choose to remember as better than they were or movies or anything like that because we grew up with them so i'm just gonna go ahead and say it jimmy neutron jimmy yeah. <laughs> neutron was a terrible show it really there's was no, I, I i like 
the dad was fun, but other than that... Yeah, and I think that, that you have to compare a show like Teen Titans Go to something of the same kind of nature. I can't think of an example, like, off the top, like, maybe current Spongebob, because it's kind of in that same realm of it's not as good as it used to be or whatever, but I'm more thinking of, like, an older show when you were younger, find something that is around the same level as it, compare it to that, because if you start comparing Teen Titans Go to, like, Beauty and the Beast or something, like, there's no point, you know, there's, like, there's stuff like that, there's examples of that stuff that people do all the time, like, oh, the, I don't know, the Justice League action cartoon isn't as good as Batman the Animated Series. Like, no, but it's not intended to be, you know? Like, it's more, it's aimed at a different person than that show was aimed at, you know, stuff like that. So, I think, uh, from, for, for the most part, just, 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 stuff's gonna exist and don't worry about it. <laughs> so watch yeah, what you want to watch. I think a lot of it is just people lamenting the fact that there's not as much, um, I guess, serious programming nowadays, like not as many dramatic cartoons. But the fact of the matter is, like, they need to make merchandise sales off of that. And uh, and dramatic cartoons typically are targeted towards a teenage to adult audience who's not really gonna go out of their way to buy toys like sure there's people like us who are collectors and stuff and will go out of our way to buy toys but that's not the like that's not the normal person who would watch it that's not enough to sustain keeping it on on air which Mm -hmm. is why i'm glad dc's got the dc universe thing going on to to where people will be paying into the service and it will you know, help kind of float these, uh, float these shows that we want to see. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think we should probably wrap this up and we should give it like a, maybe like a, a number score kind of thing, but it's hard to say like what a 10 is for this type of movie. <laughs> Cause like, uh, I don't know. Are we, you know, again, what are we comparing it to? I guess on my own like personal enjoyment of the movie, it's probably like a six, maybe. Like I don't intend to watch it uh, very often or maybe ever again. Uh, but I did laugh quite a bit and thought it was better than I expected it to be. Um, and Jessica really enjoyed it too, uh, for the most part. You know, all the same kind of just like, uh, this joke's a little too long. This joke is intended for a three-year-old, but this stuff is good, kind of thing. The whole movie. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my that's my takeaway. So I'm trying to think. the The last movie I saw in theaters before this was Ant Man and the Wasp. So I'm gonna compare it to that <laughs> in saying that I laughed a lot more at this movie, but yeah. I also had I also had more problems with this movie. Sure. So I'm teetering between six and seven. I'd say probably a six point five. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, not, we should. I mean, let's not talk about Ant Man and the Wasp, but that was not a very good movie. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it was just boring. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it, it, I guess maybe I'm because it's coming off the back of Infinity War. You have yeah. no way to compare it. But yeah. But um, uh, I guess right like like since since we get we gave it the score, we've talked about mostly everything. There's only 
two more things to talk about. Sure. We briefly mentioned the the credit stinger. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I I can't decide what I, I. It was obviously really cool to see, and you know, it was really refreshing looking to see that animation after that whole movie went by. Um, I can't tell. I'm sure we'll find out eventually, hopefully soon. Um, I can't tell whether it's supposed to be like a tease for that show coming back or a tease for those versions of them appearing on Teen Titans Go the way Young Justice did or, you know, what it is exactly. Because um, I know there were all those teases from Tara Strong, Greg Sipes and whatever on Twitter about like, hey, if you go see Teen Titans Go to the movies enough, if it makes enough money, then, you know, it's going to they're going to uh, make another season of Teen Titans. But that could be just their ploy to make you go see the movies so they get more money. But Right. Well, they, they did announce that they're bringing the old seasons onto DC Universe, so it's okay. possible. But I, I'm kind of skeptical about it still, to a degree. I thought it was real jarring the way that they cut into that scene, though. Yeah. Like, it just felt like it didn't fit at all. Like, there should have been maybe, like, a, a fade or something kind of going into the crackliness, but that's my only real complaint about that scene right it was way earlier than the credit in the credits than i thought it would be but i think that they probably did that because they didn't want you to just oh it's finally over and just leave (laughs) if they were going to put it at the end of the credits or something that makes sense but the very last thing that needs to be mentioned Uh (laughs) is kids I need you to ask your parents where babies come from. <laughs> yeah, that's <was> pretty good. <laughs> and we'll end this uh, discussion with that as well, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. I'm so, going to go ahead and stop the recording. Yeah, thanks, unless... Maddie. No problem. We're back. <laughs> wow, a dinosaur story. Um, I hope your, I hope your conversation with Matty was good. I don't, I don't, I mean, I like that. The I hope so too, because it hasn't happened yet yeah. <laughs> in it my will. world. It will. Well, um, I like the dinosaur did, movie though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's a good one. That's great. What's uh, I didn't read anything. Oh, I read uh, three things, so that that works. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now I will take a nap. Well, have you have you read Justice League number five yet? It's the one where the Legion of Doom takes over for an issue. Um, did it come out today? No, or last week. Last week. It's got uh-huh. um. Then no, I haven't. It's probably okay. sitting on my comicsology waiting for me. That's okay. It's uh, I won't talk about them, but I will say it's uh, written by James Tinney in the fourth, who is mm-hmm. doing the Justice League Dark book, and he's also been on Detective Comics during Rebirth. He's a great writer. He's done a lot of um batman work and he's um he's well, why you a... talk about it i'm gonna read it so just <laughs> <keep> it. <laughs> all right just read it real quick now um yeah he's sort of scott snyder's protege he went to um creative writing school at uh, nyu with snyder as his professor um so tinny and the fourth is taking over the justice league book every other couple of issues to do the villain side of the story and this yeah. issue fills us in on what Lex has been doing, kind of like the whole reason he be, he formed the Legion of Doom. Um, we get to see all of his uh, motives for um, exploring mm-hmm. the totality and uh, all that stuff that he's been up to. So, and yeah, it, You can't spoil things. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to. <laughs> so that I guess that's all I'll say about that issue. It's, it's all from the villain's perspective and kind of fills us in on 
on um, the sort of little continuity things that we might have missed before. Like, why is Sinestro no longer with the Sinestro Corps? Why is in this yeah. other costume? This issue will tell us. So Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, um, so that's Justice League number five. I also read Batman number 52, um, which is the middle of this um, story arc that has followed up the marriage or the uh, the wedding arc that um, mm-hmm. had a disappointing ending. So Batman has been dealing with the fallout of his emotions of being stood up <laughs> wow. at the altar. Um, we still haven't seen what Catwoman's really up to after that. Actually, that's not true. She has her own series now that's spun out of that. Catwoman, <laughs> Catwoman number <laughs> one. Complete opposite. I, I just haven't been reading it. <laughs> so I don't know what she's been up to. Um, I guess if you're reading it, let us know how the how that book's going. I'm curious. But Batman number fifty two is has been really good. It's called Cold Days. Is the story arc? Um, I think fifty three is the conclusion, and it is a Mister Freeze story, and mm-hmm. it's also a big Bruce Wayne story. Bruce Wayne has been called to jury duty, and he is in court on a criminal trial against Mister Freeze because Batman beat the shit out of him dragged him into court, made Mr. Freeze confess that he um, experimented on and killed these three women, except Bruce is pretty sure that Mr. Freeze didn't do that, and he only Mm. confessed to the crime because he was under duress that Batman was beating the shit out of him. Batman was beating the shit out of him because he has been pissed about Catwoman standing up, and he he didn't (laughs) I think I've seen the cover. Isn't it like Batman versus Bruce Wayne or something like that? Maybe. The the cover for 51 was him like holding Mr. Freeze over a roof and like oh. basically like about to drop him off a roof. Um, but yeah, so it's like the entire jury is like Batman knows better. He like did the evidence. The police missed yeah. some stuff. He went after Freeze. Freeze is supposed to be under house arrest, but he put on his suit anyway and fought back against Batman. And then he confessed. And Bruce is like, well, maybe he didn't confess. <laughs> maybe he was pressured into it. Maybe Batman's not as flawless as you all think. So it's been really funny seeing Bruce Wayne on the jury like basically defending freeze because he knows right. that he messed up as Batman. Like he went too far. Um, well, that's a good villain to use for that too, because he's Batman's always been pretty like sympathetic to Mr. Freeze's like cause. Like, yeah. He's going, You're doing it wrong, dude, but you, I understand because family. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been a really cool arc, especially like when he um, tries to like, because Bruce Wayne is trying to convince the jury that there are there's another way to look at that um mm-hmm. the whole situation yeah it's, it's cool it's cool to see him win over like a jury member like one by one depending on like each piece of evidence that they review it's it's <laughs> this a weird ice was found at the scene <laughs> yeah it's a it's it a weird melted. court drama yeah. it's it's been a good read yeah i need to i i'm I'm just really behind on <laughs> on all Batman comics. I like, went I'm in and out of this League, run, yeah. this rebirth run by Tom King. I like started it and I dropped off and then I jumped back on and it's been consistently really good lately. Mm-hmm. So I also read Saga number 54. Um, Saga is this uh, huge, uh, obviously it's a saga. It's um, an independent comic <laughs> published by... Uh, Image Comics is written by Brian K. Vaughn, drawn by Fiona Staples, and it's got a ton of random alien sort of characters that are wrapped up in this big intergalactic war. 
Um, there are two sides of the battle. One is sort of a more pixie sort of species. They have little wings and stuff. The other is like sort of a, a ram, like horned sort of people. And mm. the whole comic revolves around a, um, a man and a woman who fell in love. They're on opposite sides of the war, but they fell in love. They had a child. And so this child has both the wings and the horns of both species. And it's kind of like a <laughs> representation of, okay. of yeah. like the peace that their two worlds could experience if they stopped fighting yeah. and actually like tried to love each other instead. So the whole comic through its 54 issues has been about this family just trying to survive however they can um, in the midst of this war. And they are... Uh, they're wanted by a bunch of different uh, factions in the war. Like there are multiple people who are looking for this family to kill them because of what they represent. And so they made it to issue 54 and <laughs> now the creative team is taking a year off because they've, they've been kind of doing this throughout the run. Like they do six or they do. Yeah. They do six issues. Then they take three months off. Then they do another oh. six, take three months off, but now they're taking a whole year off so they can creatively recharge and, uh, approach the the rest of the series with like a fresh mindset. So the last couple if there's of issues... one thing I can't stand, it's people that make a comic and take too long between take, the issues. Right, yeah. taking breaks. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Now it's okay to deserve it. The, the the last like two or three issues they've been putting out have been some like Game of Thrones moments in just the sense of like, oh shit, they're killing off these characters that I loved. Uh, you know that I've been reading about since like the first couple of issues. So they, they're doing the, like, they're in a red wedding situation <laughs> right now where they're just like, all right, everyone who you liked, here, going to kill them all. But then we're going to take a year Bye. off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what Game of Thrones is doing right now. Yeah. That's heart-wrenching, but it's happening in Saga. <laughs> um, it's actually, come to th uh, this is slightly related, I guess, but just thinking about how Game of Thrones has been gone like a year already. Like it's... Uh, and it starts back in early 2019. Yeah, and uh, everyone was like, no way, you can't take an entire year off. Like, that's ridiculous. But, like, it hasn't really felt like it already. Like, I've been... I Have you rewatched it, the last season? I'm I'm planning to rewatch the whole thing before yeah. it happens again. Just because I, uh, you know, it took me, like, three seasons to know what, what the fuck was oh, going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there I was think always... I, yeah, I, I had to rewatch about three times. I think I've watched and I, it all. Like the first, I don't know. The first couple episodes are just, hey, uh, you and me, let's sit down at a table and talk about ancient kings and uh -huh. all of their entire lineage. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are yet. Season so, one, like... <laughs> yeah, it, it helps a lot when you uh, go back and rewatch season yeah. one after mm -hmm. you've watched some of the later ones. Um, it puts that in new yeah. context. It's also, I think, really important to the last season because there are a lot of characters that you meet. Or, like, you see characters that interact in season one that don't see each other again until these yeah. last few seasons. So I think yeah. it's really important looking at how they interacted at first to get yeah, I clues think I, on Jessica where it Jessica was rewatching it before the most recent season, and I, I remember watching some with her and then going, like, I didn't even remember that these two characters were ever in the same room like, yeah, yeah. apart for so long. Yeah. But that's that's off topic. I'm glad that's you okay. enjoyed the Game of Thrones G comic that you're reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saga. Check it out. It's I mean, it's a very popular saga's kind of become one of the comic series that's like that you would gift someone if it's like, oh, I don't know if they like comics, but here's like a cool mm -hmm. independent comic that's really popular that I'll let someone read. I don't know. It's um yeah. it's a good book though. It's 
yeah, there's a few, like, I definitely recommend it for more mature readers because there's, like, a couple of shocking pages every now and then. That's just, it's always there for shock value. It's just something they do. It's, Uh like, it might be a giant troll with his testicles just dangling out or, like, a dragon (laughs) sucking its own dick. Like, they go there, and it's it's pretty, it can be raunchy sometimes, but it's it's fun. That sounds like a great comic. I got to find it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and on that note uh <laughs> i think that's pretty much the end of the episode because we don't have any uh things questioning no things questions from people i know we get like us uh, sometimes i ask for them so i understand i'll give i'll give you than... two questions okay wow all right ready thanks listeners ted all right, all right here's you two vic sage and renee montoya oh yeah thank yeah. you yeah you're welcome um, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't i see that coming uh <laughs> Um, well, yes, uh, occasionally we'll have like people, like 20 people be like, I listened to the episode and uh, it was really not, uh, what's your favorite, this thing or whatever. Do we really not have any questions? There's just nothing. There's gotta be a question or two on a recent, uh, (laughs) like YouTube video comment. I'm looking. There's there's a question. You mean maybe on like the more, the most recent, uh, 12th level intellects episode? Yeah, or the Superman Brainiac Attacks Willet Cannon that you did. Yeah, I mean, usually on those, I just go and answer them in the comments. Uh, I um, but, you know. I enjoyed that one. I liked how you destroyed the movie in a can. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jessica made a joke as we were, I was showing it to her that I didn't even think to include in the video, where she was like, can in in the in a can oh you didn't cannon. even think about and that I, <laughs> no what? i didn't mean to make it a can for that reason oh, wow. but now that now See, that's canon. It was... <laughs> now it's canon to will it canon it's canon it that you did can. <laughs> yeah yeah i thought that was intentional <laughs> yeah i mean everybody if you don't know what we're talking about go watch the video um, yeah so hot takes all right i'm looking um, i'm looking at some of the comments we had to um oh there's okay here's something i didn't answer Okay. Would you and your team prefer the Batman Hush to be New 52 or DCAU or its own thing like Killing Joke or maybe, maybe a revival, a revival of the, the Batman, Batman movie, movie with, with Hush Hust that never happened? Never yeah. happened. Hust. Okay. yeah. That's from Zero Wing 321. Um, well. I would prefer <laughs> it to be its own thing like the Killing Joke, personally. Um, that's uh, definitely, I could lean away from the Batman show. I, I do remember that concept art of Hush that um, mm-hmm. that they they did for the Batman. Um, but yeah, I would want it to be its own thing, like sort of mimicking Jim Lee's art style so that they can just yeah. include all the stuff in Hush. Like they can do the Jason Todd sort of twist if they want to, um, even though I think yeah. it would be a fine movie without including that part. I think that... Uh, they could do the stuff, um, the early part of Hush, where Poison Ivy mind controls Superman, um, and that's a really cool part of that story that I wouldn't want to lose. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want that part in there. The Ivy stuff is good, mm-hmm. and it's it's all it's always collected in the like the best of Batman versus Superman like trade paperback right. stuff. <laughs> I think it would be um, strange I, if it was the New Fifty Two style because of Damian yeah. Wayne being involved. He right. was not around at all in the original storyline. Yeah, it was Tim Drake they would have to be like I think we mentioned this before. It would have to be kind of Court of Owlsy, where they just shoved that into a timeline that didn't really work with that, or like right, a, right, a, an area, a part of it that that we've we're already past that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, and especially because everyone wants Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to come back for it, like usual. Yeah. Um, 
that why you know if it was new 52 that wouldn't work um yeah it doesn't need to be new 52 just um, yeah. give its own thing um it's also got the huntress is a, a main character in the original book um yeah i mean it's got every single bat villain you can think of killer croc scarecrow joker freeze like mm-hmm. he it kind of touches on almost every one of his major bat rogues which is something that the original writer jeff Loeb, i've noticed that's kind of something he does in a lot of his batman stories he he also did batman the long halloween which is mm-hmm. a story i would love to see ad, uh, adapted to um the original animated movies one day but yeah. he he always kind of like shoehorns every gotham villain that he can think of into at least they he'll give like joker gets a chapter scarecrow gets a chapter you know and you kind of just go through and they all pop up and yeah and everybody's there um i'm finding a couple on uh the brainiac attacks video i don't know if these people listen to the podcast or not but they should um this they is should from now j a v j av i don't know what do you think of justice league action uh, I think I, mean, I replied to this. I said, haven't watched a lot of it, but seems fun from what I've seen. I don't know. Yeah. Does that describe both of our <laughs> reactions? I've seen a good chunk of it. Um, I, I've enjoyed it. I like how Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are involved mm-hmm. in it. It's uh, definitely a little sillier, which is intentional. Um, I watched an episode not too long ago about Mr. Miracle, and it had a bunch of the fourth world characters, but Mr. Miracle himself is so goofy. He was like a lot goofier he was mm. almost like booster gold level yeah yeah um and i didn't really buy that because i've this, been reading they do the that Tom with a handful yeah. of the characters firestorm is like that yeah uh, firestorm super goofy but he's always been like a bit of a he, he can go there like ronnie yeah, raymond think, originally yeah i feel like in the cartoons for some reason when they try to adapt that sort of personality they always just become just all the same characters mm-hmm. like uh Kind of on a Super Friends level, but the opposite. Like ever in Super Friends, they're all ri- just the same dry. Everyone's written exactly the same. Superhero. Yeah, or like um, how in JLU you have Star Girl and Supergirl are kind of both really similar in this. Yeah, but they butt heads so, because of that. Right, like, they're not just That's friends true. immediately or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I like Justice League action though. There's um the the first four episodes I thought were really cool. It was like these elemental monsters mm-hmm. that were evolved with the Rock of Eternity get loose and um they have to, to fight them off in various yeah. settings and the I, 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 yeah the I, last I episode have... had john constantine and stuff like that oh, okay. too, and that was really fun <laughs> is it over or just the I, last the most recent you mean i checked on imdb recently because i obviously you know my upcoming trivia tuesdays <laughs> about yeah. kevin conroy and so i was looking at his stuff and it looks like justice league action is still continuing into at least 2018 with new episodes so okay. I think they are still making stuff. It's probably just between seasons or something right now. Yeah. The, uh, I just remember I tr- I tried to watch it. Like, I don't have TV. I don't have cable. So I, I was trying to watch it like right after it came out. Mm-hmm. And there was just like five different like people on different websites saying like, oh, you know, this is the first episode. No, actually, this is the first episode. And, I was, and I'm just like, I got to watch it in the right order. So I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Uh, <laughs> and I tried, I tried watching, and I was like, okay, this seems like it. You know, it just kind of jumps into a, I think it's like Superman, like Parasite breaks out of wherever, and then Superman and Wonder Woman are fighting him and mm-hmm. stuff. But, That's episode uh, but, two. Uh, yeah, because it's like a, what? Yeah, it was episode two. That's episode. Damn it! <laughs> I see. I went back and forth for so long because I didn't know. 
Because, but yeah, it, I think maybe one aired, but one's the production order or something. I don't really know. I, but it I was think, it was confusing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I think like it's it's a little more of it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. a little more of a sketch show. Like a, it is. A, there are a few episodes that do build on its continuity, um, and there are a few like multi part episodes, but they're kind of rare. Right. So most of it is a just watch in whatever order you watch. Yeah. Them. I think uh, I like that it's a unique art style um, because it's close enough to Bruce Tim that I, that it makes me feel like mm-hmm. sort of nostalgic, but it's also far enough away that like it, it's its own thing. Because yeah. I hate when they just put it in a very Bruce Tim style and it's like, but it's not in the right. thing, so don't get confused, children. And, They've done some and... good like because that sort of style lends itself to a bunch of different types of stories so they've done more animated like batman the animated series types of stuff mm-hmm. with kevin conroy's batman like there was one where it's like a time travel mix up where he and blue beetle end up back at it's i think it's batman there's like the it's either early in batman's career i think it is a moment early in his career where he's got like the purple gloves and stuff like that um yeah and then there's other episodes where like the joker will go to war world and deal with right Mongol yeah and whatever so they, mm-hmm. they go all over the place there's a really good one with a bunch of zombies that had zatanna and swamp thing teaming up against uh solomon grundy and uh mark hamill was uh i believe he was grundy i could be wrong but he was definitely swamp thing and that's been yeah, funny yeah. hearing mark hamill in that yeah. <laughs> you can always tell now like i know it took me a really long time to hear any Mark Hamilliness in the Joker's voice, yeah, um, just because it's such a different voice from his natural voice. Um, now I can like I get shades of you know of Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. if I if I'm listening to it. Um, but like it's definitely when he does anyone else that's not the Joker, it's just I'm Swamp Thing. I'm I'm Luke Skywalker. It's trying to do Swamp Thing. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's good, pretty though. obvious. But I like when he is a character where he's just his own voice. Like, uh, what is his name uh, in The Return of the Joker? Not Preston Powers, but the guy. Oh, my God. You know who I mean? The red herring guy. The other <laughs> powers. To... No, or, um... he's not a powers. He's just oh. a different guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's a guy who's, like, sleeping with the DD twins on his job. Yeah. Yeah, I I well, his he's name not. Too. He doesn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mean to. But that doesn't mean he didn't. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Maddie! Yell it louder! I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you in the past. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is screaming it at us right now. It is his name. Uh, it's a. It's another like alliterative name. I feel like. Um. God damn. Who's going to find it first? Who's going to find it's it? It's not me because I'm not looking. It's not Paxton it. Powers, is it? No, it's not. That's what we already said. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Return of the Joker. Is it cast. Stuart Carter Winthrop the third? Oh, wait, no. that's cool. Jordan that's cool. Price. Oh, Jordan there you go. Price. Jordan Price. That's a stupid name. They don't even list anyway. him on IMDb. Or, yeah, yeah I just I just cast. Googled Return of the Joker cast, and it's Mark Hamill, Joker, comma, Jordan, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, Jordan Price. Oh, yeah, there it is, Jordan Price. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Oh, something I thought about recently. Um, uh, what, what brought this to my attention? Um, uh, 
Something with oh, it was in the Brainiac Attacks commentary. I think that's up on our channel, by the way. Hey, go watch Brainiac Attacks with my and Maddie's commentary. I don't know if you've done that yet, Ted, but it's a romp. Um, there's I a, look forward to it because I've never watched the movie. Somehow, God's Not Dead. The movie came up in that conversation, and uh, I'm not going to get religious with this, but we were talking about how oh, Melissa Joan Hart is in that movie or in the second one at least um and she does the dd twins voice um but also i forgot how maria canals or can't however you say it hawk girl's voice is in god's not dead also <laughs> so there's just a lot there's a lot of dcu like two more than i thought i'll have to bring that to a future trivia tuesday <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> well then the new gods the old gods um, I did want to say, lastly, uh, just looking through the comments on Brainiac Attack's uh, Will It Cannon video, there's a lot of people asking if I'm going to do uh, Green Lantern, the animated series, for that little show. Um, that's been a highly um, it should be. debated show there, and it's, uh, of whether it's in the DCAU or not, just because it's Bruce Timm style, even though it's like Jimmy Neutron, Bruce Timm. And Bruce, <laughs> uh, Bruce Timm was a showrunner on it. Yeah, So yeah. Um, but I, I honestly have never watched that entire show. I've seen maybe two episodes tops. Um, I think I would, so I'm definitely going to have to watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, from what I've heard, it's, there's like a Jon Stewart reference in the last episode or something. Um, it's just from the sounds of that, that doesn't seem to me to point yeah, to there's, because there's John no John, <laughs> there's no John and no Kyle at all in the show. Yeah. Um, you obviously Hal Jordan's the main character and then Guy Gardner even gets a ring at, at some yeah. point. Um, even though it's not necessarily saying it's not DCU, like we've seen Guy Gardner yeah. in some of the tie in comics and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think you should do a video about it for yeah. sure. I've got my own opinions. There's I, sure. to to help I suppose I'll say like the Thanagarians that are in season one of Green Lantern the animated series are very similar to the ones we see in Starcrossed, uh, okay. just like very similar armor style. Uh -huh. um, so that's a possible link. Uh, you get into like yeah, well, was... the Anti Monitor and stuff like that at the end of the show. My original my original uh, like thought on it, just looking at it, was not not because of the CGI ness. But just like, oh, Hal Jordan looks different than we saw him, and Kilowog looks different mm -hmm. than we saw him and stuff. But at the same time, with the the whole bat suit logic, like they can look like whatever they want to. That's not that's now not a thing that you can really judge yeah. the shows. But and by now, I mean now that I've made a video about it. But it always has been. <laughs> I suppose if there's ever a moment where it's like Abin Sewer died, his ring went to Hal Jordan, sure. and you're like, well, yeah. obviously that's not right. Kyle Rayner, and yeah. it's not the Daily Planet. Yeah. So that might be the the divergence yeah, I'll, I'll end up finding out i guess i'm watching through teen titans again with jessica right now um so whenever we're through that i hope to do one on that show because we did do the whole video of whether it's canon but we were all we were i don't think either of the any of the three of us that were on that video had watched teen titans recently or no. had watched the entire show or anything <laughs> i think it was just kind of like uh, oh we know it's not here's the big reasons why but i i've been writing down like um Little Here, let me look at my little note. Yeah, like every episode, literally anything that has even like a slight, uh, that's kind of weird with the DCAU. I write it down just to bring it up later. Killer like, Moth? Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, uh, we're okay. like seven episodes deep. Um, there's the whole Aqualad episode uh, where like, how does that work necessarily? Like he could. Mm -hmm. he, he could, could be exist. a random 
yeah Atlantean. but he 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 does say yeah because he does say like i usually work alone i'm like okay so you're not aquaman's partner why is your name uh-huh. aqua something you know um there's also like uh dr light is in the show but like how is he connected to the dr light and jlu I'll, i'm gonna have to look right. that up with like their comics connection and stuff like that mm-hmm. so far nothing has been like oh that's definitely there it is there's the thing that'll kick it out it's just been kind of questionable like eh, things <laughs> uh-huh. but i'll find out i'll probably do one in there anyway let's That'd end the great. show because this is stupid um <laughs> i'm done talking about things okay uh, um oh well i did want to mention we have uh, an interview coming up next episode i can say it now because it's actually recorded <laughs> and i'm not gonna uh, we we interviewed uh, the dynamic music partners they're the composers for the most of the dcau shows um that's lolita ripmanis michael mcquistian and christopher carter and uh that was pretty fun. Um, I didn't expect to get all three of them. Uh, I just asked, like I asked uh, Christopher Carter on his Instagram in a message and he never responded. And then I tweeted at Little Leader at Menace and within like five minutes, she was like, yeah, let's do it. It tagged everybody else. Nice. <laughs> and nice. so, <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. that was cool. Yeah, it was me and Adam, who Adam Mullen writes the music for the things that we do. The our, original music. Our theme anyway. song with the, yeah. the sick beats. Yeah, them sick, them dank, dank songs. That <laughs> sounds so white when I say it. Only, um, only a 12th level <laughs> intellect could possibly handle what you are about to experience. <laughs> yeah, be warned, only the whitest of people can handle mm-hmm. this podcast. Um, so uh, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> the podcast is out every other Monday on iTunes and YouTube. I haven't looked into Spotify, but Ted's supposed to do that. You forgot, oh, though. I'll look into it. <laughs> and uh, there's an iTunes link in the description of the YouTube video that you're probably watching it on. A lot more people watch it on YouTube slash listen on YouTube than they do on iTunes, but I would recommend iTunes just because, you know, it's easier. If you don't have YouTube you watch, Red, you can close yeah. your phone and keep listening yeah, to it. Yeah, that's true. That's great. Um, we're on social media at DCAU Watchtower. You can also email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com. Um, we're also patreon.com slash DCAU watchtower. Uh, t- Maddie got that wrong in the vanishing point. <laughs> wa- watchtower database. Oh, but yeah, I had that's to right. Correct it. But, uh-huh. you know, he said that I would edit it in a funny way if he messed up. I boy, saw. Did you, I. you did. It's I so sure funny. I sure did. It's, it was really funny. That's Thank on you. the, um, uh, which video? It's the, it's the most doomsday. recent vanishing point. The doomsday yeah. vanishing point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, we got videos, speaking of which, out Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, in that order. Today is Monday that you're listening to this, probably, and tomorrow's Tuesday. That's how days work in a week. Um, mm. <laughs> Trivia Tuesdays is on Tuesdays. That's Ted's little baby. That's and, good to know. Uh, so you should subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you don't miss all, all that stuff. I will. There's two I videos will, a I week. I will do that. Ted? If, if I'm not why already. Are you not subscribed? I should subs- <laughs> I'll subscribe. You should actually check if your new YouTube channel is subscribed to Watchtower. I'm all database. I'm all subscribed. You are the you are the one person that's keeping us from having a lot of subscribers. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we actually did pass twenty thousand subscribers recently, so that's pretty cool. That's great. Um, I, I you know it's it's taken its time a little bit, but it's also going a lot faster than I would have anticipated. Slow and steady. To that point. Slow and yeah. steady wins the race. Yeah, where are we racing? It's not to? a race. Or, um, are we racing PewDiePie? Because we're losing significantly. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, thanks for listening. Oh, one more thing. 
on the Patreon if you're a $3 or higher, uh, which that's not a lot of money, man. That's just three bucks. You could probably spend more than that every single day of your life. Mm. Um, and that's just once a month. If you're on that tier or higher, uh, you get to vote for uh, what you want one of the Sunday videos of each month to be. Um, we give you some options, and then you get to vote which of your favorites. So you you have a say. You, the great. people have, will speak. And uh, we already had our first voting session, so the next uh, Sunday video is picked by the voters. So was that and, uh, was that your last thing, or did you have another thing? I don't know. Did you have another? I've, thing? I've got two things. Okay. Yeah. The question, in, Renee Montoya. Sorry. No, no. The swamp <laughs> thing and the thing from Fantastic oh my Four. God. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the episode, everybody. I'll see Ted in two weeks. We have to do this stupid shit again. Yep. <laughs>